So every day, on the weekdays, of course, when I go into work, I go a certain way. I uh, There's a roundabout that I have to go past. That And today, something strange happened. There was a... As I got to the roundabout in my car, there was a red van that was coming by so uh, on the right. So as you do in the UK, when you get to a roundabout, you give way to, as long as there's no other cars, you gave way to the right. And this van, the uh, back van go, drives around and then I'm following it. And then something really weird happened. The driver opened his driver's door while driving and then quickly shut it. What? Yeah, you heard me. He opened his driver's door while driving and shut it. Did he actually just do anything when he opened the door or did he just open it? He just like, opened what's it. What's the story of this? He just opened it and I like I was just like what have I just witnessed? I would simply think that his door wasn't closed properly. Oh, yeah. But you said a red van, and I can only think, is it Postman Pat? That's what I thought, but it wasn't. It was just a red van. Yeah. I, I thought so, and then it was like, what, what, what are the postman doing? And then it turned, and it was like, oh, it's just a red van. <laughs> but I was like, I was thinking, uh, funny, at that time, I was thinking, how am I going to start the podcast tonight? Like how am I? What am I gonna do? And then that happened. I was like, "Well, here you go. Here's the intro." Welcome to Victory Achieve Podcast. A lesser based, well, less sheer. I don't know anymore <laughs> i'll say definitely a little cambridgeshire over here <laughs> oh then there you go a midlands based video game i'm not even midlands i'm east anglia <laughs> well this, this has just turned out terrible ain't it <laughs> well that's a victory not achieved yeah uh, should we just say european based <laughs> european based well actually no we're not even in europe anymore we're a brexit based oh no no british british uk british uh yeah. I'm Dan, and I'm with Brandon and Chris. Howdy, howdy. Yellow. That's a colour. <laughs> 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 oh. So, what if we start with something Marvel? Oh, what if you asked that question? Well, I'm afraid <laughs> you just did, so that's quite a short episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I know you haven't watched it, Brandon, because you're not up to date with... MCU in general. No, I'm still trying to catch up. Yeah. Are you, are you much further? Uh, not since we last spoke, no. Okay. I guess. Um, but with what if, what do you think, Chris? Well, uh, at the time of recording, it's only had the first episode out yet. Um, and honestly, I thought it was fine. Um, it's, I was caught off guard for a second. Because it's it seemed to me uh, right at the beginning of the episode, I didn't notice it again since like the uh, lip syncing seemed to be about, and I was wondering was it dubbed? But then I never noticed it again. It might just be the art style. But uh, yeah, I've, other than that, I thought it was quite enjoyable. It's is what it is. It's just what if scenario. So you don't have to think too hard about it. It's just the 
what if scenario. I don't. I can't think of a better phrase. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's nothing to get too upset about or overly excited about. It is what it is. But I did enjoy it. Just hypothetical. I think I've got the same feeling over the first episode. I think maybe the later episodes. I think I'm going to be more excited over than the initial one. I think the first one felt very safe because it was only mm. like this is the one change and then obviously what came was it was basically kind of a re a retelling but with this instead of this and it wasn't that much different it, no, it was... did you feel about you feel about 30 40 percent of it was just exactly the same and then yeah like I was kind of a little bit disappointed in that, but then I I did enjoy it. I didn't leave going. That was boring. No, I I did enjoy it, and I, I like. I thought I quite like the animation. Well, I I took a quick look ahead. Um, I know the synopsis for a couple of them. Uh, from what I understand, uh, one of them is Guardians of the Galaxy, where Yondu instead abducts T'Challa, uh, the Black Panther. Oh, that must be that must be next week, because that might be next week. Yeah, that must be next. Well, by the when by the time this comes out, it'll be I don't know, like four weeks back, three four weeks mm-hmm. back. But yeah, that right of right now that'll be this week. That'll be yeah, that'll be this week's episode. I think. Yeah, but the uh, one I'm looking forward to the most, uh, if it happens, but I've seen. Uh, graphic art for it so it must be true i want to see the marvel zombies yeah uh, my... I, I i haven't read the comics but i know there's one where um ash from ash versus evil dead fights the marvel zombies and i want that so much i as <laughs> soon as you that. mentioned that i was like you're just like oh please 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 for the love of god put bruce campbell in it <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm that's what we want we, we, we want that in the cinematic universe marvel phase four it's just Ash versus everyone. Undead Thanos, fucking shotgun at the nose. Done. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes forward. But Can I just address the elephant in the room? Yeah. What the yeah. hell are you guys on about? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What, what, what you started bit? talking about Marvel, but you didn't actually title what it is about Marvel you're talking about. It's called Marvel What If. Oh, is that literally what it's called? Yeah, it's called yeah. Marvel What If. That's why it's hard to think of another word for saying what if, because it literally is a what if. hypothetical Marvel. Yeah, there's yes. a there's a whole lot of graphic novels and comics called Marvel What If, and as Chris mentioned, you have the zombies one, and there's just a whole lot of different things. Yeah, so it's like the base stories, but if they like change one thing about it, so, so like in the first episode, it's like uh, Agent Carter becomes Captain, well, Captain British. Or... It is called yeah, Captain British. Is it Captain British? Captain Britain? Is it? I can't remember his name. One of those. It is basically, (laughs) yeah. And then it's just how that goes forward. There's been rumours that it. Well, what if is going to affect Phase Four? It's not just oh, these are what if scenarios. It's been confirmed that they are going to tie in with a future film. Oh okay. So I think I think it is going to be the next Doctor Strange. 
Yeah, uh, well, Loki was leaning into Doctor Strange as well. So yeah. It's a lot we- there's a lot weighing on this uh, next Doctor Strange film, isn't there? It's yeah. kind of like the linchpin of the next week, so it better be good. It's like, what, three TV shows and one like, all on, on it? Yeah. So I hope they don't drop the ball. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. What What if it's great? <laughs> what if? <laughs> no. But you... they, they, they can get away with either one, can't they? <laughs> they said, oh, that film was bad, but it was meant to be bad. It was a what-if one. <laughs> Let's remake it again, but make it better. <laughs> but you watched something Disney, didn't you, Brandon? Yeah, I watched Jungle Cruise in cinema. That was surprise... surprisingly darker than what I thought it was going to be. Because when I first heard, oh, it's going to be a Disney film, I thought, oh, it's going to be, you know, your traditional comical Disney thing. But in terms of how dark I can sort of think it, have you, I'm guessing you've all seen Hook. You know, the, yeah. the early yeah, yeah. 2000s film. Yeah. I think it's early 2000s or is it 90s? Oh, it's 90s. I, was, I knew it was around the time. Like, yeah. You know, that sort of action with a little bit of dark-esque to it, like actual so, death yeah. happening and things like that. So there's quite a bit of, quite a bit of that in it. Um, I, the, I think the closest thing I could say it is, I mean, it's going to seem quite cynical me saying this, but I think it's really similar to the new remakes of, of the Jumanji films in how it feels. But obviously, it's got that Disney vibe to it. Of the oh, the dad jokes in it were fantastic. The action was pretty decent. Oh yeah, we always come back to this. The soundtrack. Of Jungle Cruise, the opening song is Nothing Else Matters Metallica. Holy crap, was I not expecting that. Instant as win soon for as you. I, as soon as I heard that play, I just turned around and I was like, does anyone notice what song this is? <laughs> <laughs> All oh. right, but yeah, I actually really, really, I actually enjoyed it. You, do you know that it's based on the Disney ride? Yeah, I don't know anything about Disney rides. Well, it, yeah, just that... like Pirates of the Caribbean is as well. Yeah, um... Yeah, pretty much. But it's at the I can't I don't know how many of the Magic Kingdom or the main Disney parks across the world it's at, but the Jungle Cruise is a ride at the at the Disney parks. Oh, okay. And that's and I don't know if you've seen there's been like a for the promotion that uh, both Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson got on it. Oh, and Jack Whitehall, all three of them were on the ride and had a whole load of people on it and they were just talking. That's been, like, advertised on, like, social media at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah, I literally know nothing about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's based on the ride. Well, the last time I went to Disneyland and it Euro Disney was back in 1997. I imagine it may have changed slightly since I went last. Yeah, I... I... <laughs> Was that? I think that was there. I can't remember. I went when I was seven. Oh, I... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 11. <laughs> uh, what What was the latest one then? I think it was like... I think the Lion King may have been around that time. That was like the newest one. I, I don't know. Like, uh, when I went... I don't know what... They had like the... Was it... I always thought it was Indiana Jones, the roller coaster in like the Adventureland. I couldn't go on that. And I was just obviously you had Space Mountain. Uh, I don't. I obviously had was it the Thunder Mountain? 
as well. This is all uh, the American Disneyland. The Florida one. No. I went to the Euro. No, I'm, I only went to Euro one. I don't remember that. No, I'm talking about Euro one. I've been to both, but I'm talking about Euro one. All I really remember is a uh, a Star Wars wide where you just like sit in the chairs moving around. That's literally about all I remember. I don't. I hardly remember that one because I've been to the Ameri- uh, Florida one twice, so I remember that one more. Nice one. So. It's but. like you went to the better one. It's like it's like imagine the child disappointment child's face. We're going to Disneyland, yay! We're going to Euro Disney. Oh, I want to go to the proper <laughs> one. That's like the, the B movie version. I don't think Euro Disney's that bad. I think my brother went the other year. I think he went before COVID. I think he really enjoyed it. But well, I think he did. But he also was like, it, you can tell it's for kids. Any sort of Disney world you can. Hmm? I think any sort of Disney world you can guess it's for kids. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, um, there's Epcot in Florida. That is a little bit less for kids. Like, it's a lot more educational, that park. It's a bit of a weird one. It's really cool. It's, like, got a massive big dome thing in the center. And you can mm-hmm. go up it, and it's, like, all about creation and stuff. And it's really cool. And then uh, you've got like, because um, there's like two lands, you've got like a educational space sci-fi land that's like the, you go into. And then the other land is like uh, places around the world. So you've got like mm-hmm. UK, Japan, China, France, Ita- Italy, I think Mexico is one of them. Okay. So, obviously, when I went into the Japan one, they had all the anime stuff, and I was like, oh, I'm very tempted. <laughs> like, Epcot's an interesting Disney park. I don't think I've ever... I think the last time I went to any sort of Disney park, I think it must have been Alton Towers when I was... Oh, I think I was 14. You've not been, a, been to a theme park re- since then? <laughs> no. I went to Alton Towers last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I barely go out. Yeah, I, yeah. I went for um, our mate Rich. Uh, went for his birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it, like no one else w- went except me. <laughs> I was like, well, I've got a day so off. It was, just you, so it was just you and Rich. No, it was uh, Rich, his girlfriend, and myself. So it's the three of us. Ah. And yeah, it was, it was good fun. And then it like got to the end, and he was like. Here's your, here's your late birthday present, Dan. And I was like, but it's your birthday and you're giving me my late birthday presents. This is really weird. A bit backwards. Yeah. But I like I, I got him a really nice present this year. I think by the time this is out, it'll have been his birthday anyway. But I got him a really nice present. So I'm looking What'd you get? So in that in that case then, happy birthday, Rich. Yeah, happy birthday, Rich. I think he's only heard I don't know how many episodes he's listened to. <laughs> I know he's listened to them because he messaged me like, "Oh, I've listened to your podcast." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I well, bought now, him... now you'll know if he's listened to this one." <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> now, now I know. Uh, I bought him. I bought him this year a Zelda poster and a Zelda T-shirt. Nice. Is he actually that big into Zelda? Oh yeah, Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So he, I was saying because he never really talks about it. Yeah, yeah, he's big into Zelda. I I saw him yesterday and he was, he was showing me a whole load of his stuff. 
Like, <laughs> he was like, I got, bought these Pokemon cards. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have. Uh, I've got a lot further on Skyward Sword now. I'm. I don't know how far I am. I don't know how far I am to the end. If I am, but I've just beaten the fifth dungeon. Oh, you still got a little ways to go. Yeah, I think I do. So I've just done the sand ship. I really like the sand ship, but I thought the yeah. boss was a. L- the initial bit where you're running out the, the ship and it's like you got the tentacles. It's like a sea monster. I thought it was really cool, but then when you're actually fighting it, I, I thought it was wasn't as good. It as looks it... dumb, does it? it? It's just the design. If the actual fight itself is fine, um, I... it's, it's a typical Zelda boss. Oh look, a big glowing eye. I wonder what I hit. I don't know. I just <laughs> I felt I I just thought I was talking to one of one of my mates as well about it because he said the same thing. Uh, it the boss kind of lets that dungeon down. I just think that compared to to some of the other bow bosses in Zelda, I just didn't think it was as good as some of them. No, definitely not. I do like the way like you go into the boss room and you don't actually fight it in the boss room. Yeah. You just like sort of go in and then it's like, nope, turn back around. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I, I, love, I thought that was so cool. I, I yeah. That was like the that's the problem. I thought that was the best bit of the boss when you're just trying to get out of the ship. And I think that's kind of the, the sad thing. Well, it was for me. But Yes, yeah, so I have I have seen that boss on a couple of lists saying it's like most disappointing bosses. Yeah. Like, I think it's that's like... the other problem. If you're comparing like other Zelda bow bosses, you have like Phantom Ganon like probably at the top. Yeah, he's pretty good. Even the Wind Waker one's really good. But that's like mm. bows and bombs. Uh, oh, I couldn't tell you which one my favourite boss is. Of all the Zelda games, no idea. I'm just talking about like the ones where you get the bow and then you... I can't, oh, yeah, definitely. I can't... What's... Oh, yeah, the one in um, Twilight Princess is the in the fire dungeon. That one's a good boss. Oh, what's the one... Um... Ah, the... Also in Twilight Princess, he's up there. Uh, the giant dragon skull floaty head thing whose name I can't remember. Oh, that's in the fourth Stella dungeon. Foster. That's when you Stella. get the um, the Beyblade. Beyblade. Yeah, it is, it is <laughs> yeah, basically it is a Beyblade. A Beyblade. <laughs> it's called the Spinner, and you just ride on it, and it looks it looks like a Beyblade. Well, as we used to call them back in my day, a spinning top. Yeah. Before oh, these yeah. newfangled Beyblades came out. <laughs> I played... suppose it would be... if you release it now, it'll just be a fidget spinner. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, please don't me... say that. Someone bought yeah. me a fidget spinner. I still got Did it. it back no, I still got it. It's because it was Batman. I was like, oh thanks. It's if it's oh. in the shape of a batarang, that might work. <laughs> it kind of is, to be fair. Is it just a shot? It kind of is as well. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, it's a though. weapon. I don't, know, I don't know why I still have it. The person who gave me it, I don't like. So, <laughs> I don't know why I have it. Well, you're keeping it to use against them one day. I'm, n- I'm never going to see him again, so... Just in case. I've not Just seen him around. in, like, years. <laughs> they, they, they're definitely gone from my life. Before we put this out, uh, kids, don't carry short weapons around with you. 
And yeah, it don't must be really, really, really cool. <laughs> what are you saying, Brandon? Uh, I'll say, yeah, don't run with sharps. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone knows that. Terrible life advice. Yeah, I don't know when I'll finish Skyward. I'll just, I'll just keep you updated. <laughs> Like, oh, finished it now. Oh. This is podcast episode 70. I've still not done it. <laughs> I've beat <laughs> Dungeon 6. I finally got to Demise. Actually, that's just given me just, a, just a, a random question. What's the longest game in terms of, like, hours until completion you guys have played? Turn to free. And I've not even finished it. Because I put in 200 hours and I'm only halfway through the game and I... The, the base game and I also have the additional game because I've got the director's cut edition yeah I would I would probably say if we're not counting like replays um, something like Dungeon Keeper uh, oh, really? but that's yeah although it's like mission based there's like tons of like fan patches with like extra levels and levels can take like six seven hours to finish if you playing for really so I don't know, on the whole probably <laughs> i could say free houses but I, I could also say not because i have done free playthroughs but then if i'm saying to what, what to completion of all four playthroughs yeah okay maybe free houses but well i've not even done, started my fourth playthrough yet i'm, I'm still keeping that off for now but <laughs> until i get invested in it again but i, I don't know Mine's still Dark Cloud 2 or Dark Chronicles. Oh, here we go. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I, I, I'm so useless at golf. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, this mini game is actually killing me off. It's, you know, I don't want I don't want to like crap on the game, but you know when you've got these cynical mini games which actually take away from, you know, the, the you know, the actual game itself. Yeah. Like fishing. it kind of the, the fishing it is it's not too bad. It's we, grindy, but it's not bad. We literally spoke about this last week. Yeah, we literally yeah. did. Like, yeah, and Skyward Sword. This is just a repeat episode. No, no. I was only just updating. <laughs> I was only just being like, oh, I've got further. But, but yeah, for me, it's that. I um, I also did more, more for Brandon. I did actually finish Odd Taxi uh, last night, actually. How did you get on with it? I've not even started it yet. Okay. So Odd Taxi... Because uh, I've been in a weird, bit of a weird headspace, I, I've uh, not watched any for ages, and I was like, I need to finish it. So I finally I binge watched the last few episodes, and so there's like a big mystery, and it all get gets revealed in the final episode, and there's like one for like one for one thing, and then there's another thing for another thing that happens, and one of right. the biggest plot twists, no one would have ever guessed it i didn't even guess it it, it just, it just <laughs> a put, a, occurs and i'm like what it make it does actually make sense but i was like no one watching this anime would have ever guessed this plot twist no one like it's just it kind of comes out of nowhere but it also doesn't because when you actually think about it you're like okay this makes sense if you because mm. right at the end they call, they do explain it in some way, but it's you, until you it's literally in the it's like the last minute it gets revealed and you're like wait what? So you literally 
finish the anime and in the last minute it's like oh by the way this is how the whole story began because of this and you're like wait what <laughs> did the writers of what if just step in for like the last 10 seconds probably it was it, it's fantastic uh, it might be my anime of the year and I, i've not watched that many anime uh, that many 2021 anime this year but from what i have watched it's like up there with to your eternity I'll say, I can't remember some of the ones from the beginning of this year. I didn't watch any because I was. Still... I can't remember any of the winter 2021. I've watched nothing unless you count Castlevania. Uh, what I will say to you, um, Chris, is when Vinland Saga gets dubbed, you need to watch that. Yeah, I reckon you'll enjoy Vinland Saga. But you'll Chris. you'll love Vinland Saga. I'll give it a well then. It... It's about. Uh... Would say Vikings, but yeah, it is Vikings. It's not not it, that is what it is. It's basically anime Vikings. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, it's got an absolutely fantastic soundtrack and a fantastic story. Um, they're they're currently dubbing it. I, as Brandon knows, I was like, please dub Finland Saga, please, please, and they're doing it so not just you there's a couple of my mates that i really want to really want them to watch it as well it's just one of those anime that is just fantastic it the studio that animated it uh, did a i know they did attack on titan season one okay but yeah I, I think you'll really like it chris i was quite surprised how well it came how well it turned out because i'm not really usually one to watch historical based series but I thought, okay, I'll give it a chance because I've seen series like Arslan and I've seen, to I've seen um, to I think it's called Drifters. So I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. And I actually enjoyed it. Mm. Like, again, I really like the action in it. Like, I'm sorry, but Torkel and Tor like the relationship between Torkel and Torfin was hilarious. Yeah. Um, oh, what's Askelad. Wait, Askelad was brilliant. Askelad is the best character by mile. He was so brilliant. And he's Welsh. And he's Welsh. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely badass Welsh character. He's fantastic. I was say, it's not very often in anime you really, or they really show you Welsh. I mean, it, at a push, they would do American and British. Like, British, you've got like Seven Deadly Sins. American, you've got everywhere. Or Black Butler as well for British. But you don't really get Welsh. So I was quite surprised. Yeah, no, it's. It's a fantastic anime. Like, I'd I'd recommend it to anyone. And I'm really I'm gonna actually gonna rewatch it when the dub's out because I really wanna I really wanna rewatch it and well it'll be easier to watch in dub. And it'll be nice to experience it again. So I'm definitely gonna watch it again. Uh, there is one thing I'd like to quickly raise since yeah. we're on the subject of anime. Um. I, did you see that uh, apparently in the future, well, hopefully oh, not so long you, from now, know um, you know, probably, uh, yeah. that, uh, PlayStation Plus members will potentially get a Crunchyroll as part of their package as well. Yeah. I'll be so happy if they do that. So, yeah. well, how apparently this is going to work is if you already have Crunchyroll, like I do, it's not going to change. Like, so I don't have to pay more. You, apparently, you might have to pay more for 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 it uh, for PS Plus. I don't know, 
But if you already have oh. Crunchyroll, you won't need to. Well, that no, kind is of... it just a way to incentivize people to get Crunchyroll? Probably. It's because Sony has bought Crunchyroll recently. Well, that doesn't sound too good a deal. I mean, I already have PlayStation Plus. Uh, I don't want to pay anything more for a service I'm not going to use. Well, potentially not use. I mean, surely to keep it so you can just have PlayStation Plus. I was going to say, what does this mean for for the likes of Funimation, then? I don't know. I don't... I'm not really sure. I, it, maybe that it might... We might be able to have everything on Funimation as well, because Sony have Funimation, too. Or maybe not. I, I don't know. For me, the, for me, the best workaround for this would be if you already had Crunchyroll, you're already paying for it then you could get PlayStation Plus at a discount and just knock off what you already pay for Crunchyroll. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think it it's not the best idea to force a service onto people who don't want it. But I, I'm not I'm not an executive. I, I don't know what's right. See, see from my point of view, uh, like Game Pass is absolutely thrashing PlayStation yeah. Plus and PS now. So I thought this would be an incentive. So if PlayStation go, okay, you get PlayStation Plus, have Crunchyroll as well for like no extra charge. That would be a made massive plus. That surely that would make that would be better if they wanted to compete with Xbox. That would be better. But mm. I don't know. I've been a bit with how things have been with Play well, Sony recently. I could see them saying no. You've got to pay more. I, d I don't know. Yeah, because I don't want to pay more. I want mine giving country where, where I want to go. But I don't want to pay extra for a service I'm already using. You know yeah. what I mean? It's £50, I think, a year, I think I'm so, paying. Yeah. I don't want to pay any more. No. Yeah. Whatever, I can't remember. But I must say, though, um, I've been very disappointed with PlayStation Plus this year. I don't think I've down... I think I've downloaded one game all year so it's i'm at not, a massive loss it's not been really good recently uh, everything that come out has just been mediocre or just flat out shit uh, the, the game that came out last week uh was uh like is it wwe battlegrounds oh my god like one of the, oh, wor one so of the worst games one's coming one out one of the oh worst games no. that came out last year like, oh, oh my god <laughs> I, 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 I've seen clips of that game and it looks dire if mm. if no one knows what it looks like it kind of obviously it is WWE but it looks like oh like is it like um not mega like bobblehead yeah like bobble, bobblehead character designs it, oh, it looks terrible mm. and apparently it is terrible it's broken yeah. beyond belief yeah like uh. it doesn't just look it 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 apparently plays it as well. Not I'm going to spend money on it. Yeah, as I say, like that's one of the worst games that came out last year. So <laughs> when you're trying to compete with Game Pass, who's uh, given away Hades, that's, that's come out. <laughs> yeah. They've <laughs> got uh, Back for Blood as well. There's, I don't know how good that's going to be, but that's going to be free on Game Pass. So, yeah, that's, this is why they need to throw in something like Crunchyroll for free. Like, they need to up the game massively. I think they definitely do. Yeah, like yeah. I'm mixed about whether I'm 
whether I'm going to get a PS5 or an Xbox this generation. And I've not thought about getting an Xbox in a long time. Yes, uh, I was on the same page. I mean, I've got a PS5 just because they just happened to have one. So I was like, fuck me, don't care, just give it to me now. Now, now you've got one. But uh, I was, before that, looking at like Xbox Series X. But you couldn't get one for love nor money. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's still the case. But if you're going to use Game Pass, and it's a real, it's a real steal. It's yeah, from such a good service. Even li- literally listening to a podcast today, they were talking about Game Pass on that video game podcast, and it was even that they were literally they're li- literally saying exactly what we're saying that place Sony need to do something, otherwise. Microsoft, Xbox, they they've won this generation easily. Yeah, so far. Like I don't, I don't know about the uh, first party. Well, I think it's still a bit too early to say. Yeah, I guess <laughs> thirty first but, party. Mm, but but uh, yeah, Play- PlayStation still has to fight Ratchet and Clank. It's got your Demon Souls. It's yeah. it's gonna pull some great games out. Of the I'm, I'm not saying it's not go- not going to. But I, I do personally prefer the uh, PlayStation exclusives over X, the Xbox Ones. But yeah, I'm just thinking back to like uh, like older console launches. Like comparatively, this generation hasn't had like a sort of killer app as such. Like Mario 64 launch yeah. title on N64 is like fucking hell. That's a hell of a way to kick off a generation. We just don't seem wow. to have anything like that. I'll say the only one I saw for the PS5 was Demon Souls. I'm not kidding. And that's a remake. Yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, it's it's really weird. I like I do want a PS5, but I think it is more just for Demon Souls. Yeah, and I still haven't bought that yet. Yeah. Well, no, the, like... the thing I the thing I've used the most on my PS5 in Netflix. You just got a glorified Netflix box, yeah. Which is basically what my PS4 and Xbox do as well. I mean, well, you you played a lot of Ratchet and Clank. You you've been replaying it again this week because I did watch a bit of your stream. I didn't comment, but I did watch a bit. Yeah, well, mainly because it's about the only thing on the PS5 I have got to stream. But <laughs> wow, well, I've got a con- new console. I've got to stream something on it. And yeah, it's a good game. Uh, yeah. But it's not like not like a console seller or anything like that. It's no, like, it, it's fine. <laughs> It's not groundbreaking. It's funny enough, but it's what it is. It's. Hold well, on, I'm just opening up the 2021 PS Plus game so far this year. I know I haven't downloaded them this month again. <laughs> Which Neither. ones were for this month? I have no idea. I can't remember. Number. I can't remember. I took one look and went, ah, oh. he's <laughs> turned it off again. The January was Man Eater, Greedfall, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Hmm. You know, there's a couple oh. of nice ones there. Well, the thing with Shadow of the Tomb Raider is I bought it the week before. <laughs> I bought it the week before it got announced that it was coming mm-hmm. to PS Plus, and I was like, oh Yeah, February God. was Concrete Genie, which was apparently good. And Control. Yeah. When was FF7 Remake? Uh, that was March. Okay, that that was interesting. And that also came with Remnant of the Ashes. I'm, I still need to start Remake. Okay, and so then... Far- so far, yeah. these titles, a lot of them are already on Game Pass as well. Know, yeah, and then the this is where it starts to go downhill. So, PS, so April, 
was Zombie Army, Days Gone, oh, no, and Odd World. Uh, so that, they started to go zombie themed there. Then we're in May, we get Stranded Deep, Battlefield 5, and Wreckfest. Mm-hmm. Stranded Deep, I, I downloaded it, I want to give it a go. I, was in... I, I did download it, and I stopped playing within like uh, 10 minutes because I had like a game-breaking bug. Was it? Um... I like... I had to like drop an item on the floor to uh, progress, and oh. it just sort of clipped clip through the floor, and that was that. Like, ah. You had um, Black Ops Four, <laughs> was it last month? Yeah, I got Black Ops Four. I, I was a bit yeah, like, awesome. "What's the point of Black Ops Four?" I'll be honest. You got Warzone. It. What the big thing about Black Ops Four was it was the first COD with um, battle royale, but you have Warzone that's free. Like, there's literally no point of COD for uh, Black Ops Four unless you want to play zombies. That's literally I the did. reason I downloaded it. Yeah, that's true. I did download it, realised there wasn't like just a normal single player campaign and promptly uninstalled it. <laughs> I, I missed it. it, I didn't care. And it's Activism Blizzard, so fucking. Uh... <laughs> I, can't be, I can't even be asked to play a free game of it. Pick it up. Uh... Uh, bastard. But what sort of game titles would you like to see Sony release? Uh, as part of PS Plus, like, what would you say would really, you know, pull pull the player base together? I guess something cur- like very current or very more new, like not just some newer, newer and better, basically. <laughs> yeah, like not last year's crap worst games of the years. <laughs> that that's the thing. If they needed to compete with Game Pass, they need something. Even if it was like what, maybe six months. Like minimum six months ago, I would say from six months to current, put it on PS Plus, and then as like the main thing, and then if you want something a bit more niche or older, you could put that as the second secondary or whatever the other games. But as your main flagship game, I think it needs to be the oldest six months. Hmm. Well, what what used to be the case, or what it seemed to be, is uh, they release two games a month, and yeah. normally I'd say like the best balance would be like one AAA game, and then one indie game as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, for now, best game I think they could give away would be Demon Souls. Yeah. And I'm only not just saying that because I haven't bought it yet. And I want it. <laughs> give it to me now. <laughs> I want you to. I want you to play it and then just talk about it on here and be like, oh. We're now jealous. I'll be, I, I, I can actually. I'll be doing that because when I get back from camping, um, that's when I'm actually getting my PS5. Cool. So as soon as I get back, as soon as I come back, I can it, play it. So I'll go out and actually buy Demon Souls and do it. Is it actually yours or is it your girlfriend? It's actually mine. Okay. I, I don't know. You you said something. And I was like, is it is it yours or? No, no that's that's cool. Yeah. So yeah. So she's bought herself one and me. Yeah, like, which is you know insane. Like as soon as I, as soon as I saw, it, I was like, "Oh God, what do I do?" <laughs> Maria. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, "Shit, do I propose now?" <laughs> <laughs> if someone's buying you a PS5, you marry that person. That's <laughs> that. <laughs> no, that's really cool. Like, uh, I'll, I'll definitely be interested to hear how you fare with Demon Souls, or the remake. Well, I mean, 
I enjoyed playing it on the PS3. The only thing I didn't like about playing it on the PS3 is because the consoles, oh, especially the controller I was using, was getting a bit outdated and worse for wear. But I think it's going to be nice to play it on the revamped graphics mm. and everything. Oh, yeah. My uh, PS3 controller's got that problem. You know, like, um, like the rubber textures, like they start getting sticky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. 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 My PS3 controller's got that. Yeah. I keep same. wiping it down and it obviously doesn't fix it. <laughs> Well, yeah. I just keep thinking, is my controller just really dirty, or is it, or is it just falling apart? It In my case, it's both. It's, bo- it's both. Definitely. <laughs> okay. Brandon, you have been playing... Me? Yeah, you have been playing one of my favourite games of all time. Well, yeah, so as soon as we said it in the last episode, I was like, you know what? I've had Undertale on my Steam shelf for a few years now, and I was like, it's about time I goddamn play it. Yes, boy. So I went out and I started to play Undertale, and I've, been, and I've played it up to the point now where we've left off left the snow village. We've gone through the waterfall place. So yeah, mm-hmm. so I'm up to there at the moment. And since playing it, I've been first of all, you know, soundtrack. Oh my god, I fell in love. Yep, of course. <laughs> and when I was playing, I was I was trying to immerse myself into it. So. When you play games like this where there's no actual voice actors, you need to... I feel like you have to immerse yourself in some way. And for me, it's just playing the role of that character and mm. giving them the, vo- the voice. Yeah. And I, th- I, th- like, I do love it. Like I can feel immersed. And obviously, you know when you're doing that first point where you have to do, like fight Toriel to actually leave the underground? Yeah. Like You start to feel emotionally invested into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been a good ride so far. I'm not unfortunately I'm not going to get much time to to play more of it this week because I've got a setup for going camping. But when I get back yeah. from camping, then I need to give it a finish. And then once I've done the peaceful playthrough, I'm then going to play the genocide route. <gasps> I, I'm not prepared to do it just yet. I'm not. I'm not prepared to do genocide because I know I'm going to suck. <laughs> I think you'll be all right until you get to Undyne. When you get to Undyne, I think that's when it it truly begins. That's when I stopped doing my uh, genocide run. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I did like the peaceful one first, and then started doing the genocide one. Uh, although a massive problem I had is I was playing it on PC and I didn't have a controller. So yeah. trying to do the fast-paced battles uh, with a keyboard is not the best. Yeah. <laughs> input. I got up to there and it's near damn impossible. It's like, yeah, I need I need a controller for this. Mm. Can I? So I would have sort of put it down. You can you not map map a controller? I can now, but I mean oh, back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, years ago. Yeah. 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 I just realised. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah. No, I, I, I'm really excited to hear how you fare with it, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. What's What's been like your favourite moment so far? Obviously, I'm still I'm still quite early on into it. I think. So what have I done so far? I've. You've been on the date with um. Oh, yeah, uh, I've been on the date. I've been on the date with Papyrus. Yes. But is it the date? Yeah, it's the date. When he takes he takes you to his house. Yeah, that's the date. Yeah, that that was quite comical because he went all Sunday on me. That was quite. <laughs> that was sand. quite funny. You have the the mighty Sands. A lot yeah. of Sands. I think my my personal favourite so far is maybe that fight with Toriel. It is a 
is an emotional, emotionally charged fight. Yeah, I think that's probably been my favourite so far. And second to that is maybe the running away from Undyne with the spears so far. Or maybe okay. even the waterfall section. Mm. You know, the listening of the raindrops on the on the stone statue and everything. That was mm. quite cool. Yeah, it's very good how like, this soundtrack is sort of interwoven with like, the environment. Yeah. Isn't it? It's just a, a fantastic game. I need to actually finish uh, Deltarune at some point. <laughs> well, it's free on the Switch. I think it's free on PC as well. But it's not on Steam for some reason. Which I don't get. Oh, God. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I assume everything's on Steam. I don't know. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. I'll have to check. But eh. I don't. I don't really use Steam it's anywhere near as I'm used to. No. Used to use it some as well. I just don't need to bother me. No. You know what we both you and I watched, Chris. Mm. Resident Evil on Netflix. It did. I did mention this briefly on the last one. Oh, did you? I didn't hear. I must have not. Must have not realised. Yeah, I, I did talk about it for a little bit. Did we? But, uh, I know. I know you sent me a, a a PM saying, "Oh, we didn't talk about Resident Evil." It was like, yes, I did. <laughs> I'm not going mental, am I? But then you made me start second guessing myself. It's like, no. Am no, I? Ga- I do did I accidentally it. gaslight you? Oh my gosh. Possibly. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not the first time it's happened. Don't worry. Sorry. I thought uh, I spoke about I'm... it. Maybe I'm going crazy. Maybe I'm. Go- Maybe it's me who's going crazy. One of us is going crazy, <laughs> oh if God. not both, or all three of us. <laughs> oh, maybe. I, I'm surprised that gaslighting isn't a uh, term for one of the biochemicals that's turned people into zombies. So, yeah. Oh, you've unleashed the gaslight. No. <laughs> I, I I watched it all in one session. It's only four episodes, and yeah, same. I kind of didn't really think much about it after. Um, it, yeah, it's two hours. I'm not getting back. It, yeah, I, I, I don't really like trashy on stuff, but just all I have to say is don't watch it. If you, yeah, it, it is Resident Evil, but it's not good Resident Evil. No, it, it's literally just a zombie plot, and they just stapled a few characters you recognise to. Leon isn't even Leon. No, he doesn't, he doesn't no, even they, act. they, they have this problem with the, uh, the Resi stuff. Yeah. Like the, the main games, like, I love Resi so much, as I've banged on about before. But when it comes to the, like the films and media, it's like they've dropped the ball so hard. Just, yeah. No, just don't bother. <laughs> if you want a good if you want a good Resi story, just play the games again. Oh, even then I don't play them for the story, but goddamn they're better than that. Yeah. So I I guess moving on, I did play a, a new game well it 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 came out on the switch this year but it has been on steam i think it might be either 2020 or 2019 i'm not sure but i played a, a game called islanders console edition and that's part of the indie world direct that they had the other day uh, for nintendo i don't know if either of you have checked out any of this, the, no, the amount of that... games that they announced, the, in, the amount of indie games they announced. No, it's completely slipped under my radar. Yes. Yeah, and I know nothing about Islanders. 
Oh, I'll, I'll tell you about Islanders. Uh, it's just a city builder. That's literally all it is. All you you start it up, has some lovely music and really relaxing, and it just gives you an island and it just goes build your island and you pick from different things and you just build it. You just build your island. You have like a score, and you like the more stuff you got to like get a better score by putting your different ha- uh, buildings and stuff in different places. And you're just trying to get a big score but while making a city on an island. That's all it is. It's re- it was really fun. I've played it for like a good hour. And I just, just really relaxing. It doesn't really, it's not nothing strenuous. I don't need to really think. Just I just have yeah. nice relax. I have nice fun. It's... You, you've got to play something relaxed sometimes. Like uh I was doing my uh, streaming and I did the Adult Souls challenge. And when I finished it, I was like, yeah, I need to stay, have a break from streaming for like a week and then come back and play <laughs> something nice like Ratchet and Clank because I'm getting so fucked up. <laughs> it's fine. I feel like I'm going to start snapping at people. He's like, ah, oh, no, no, right. Quick, <laughs> quick, put something happy on. <laughs> but I, I, it's like, like I said, Islanders console edition isn't anything crazy it was a nice relaxing game doesn't do anything uh massively different than probably any city builder you've probably played but it's i found it really fun and relaxing thumbs up from me but that was as i said that was part of the indie world they announced uh numerous games so i'll i'll tell you some of the ones that i thought were interesting I've, I've I've pre-ordered one and I've bought another one, so do tell. Uh, I've pre-ordered a one called Eastwood, which comes out in September. Uh, and it it looks a lot like Earthbound in some ways. Okay. Uh, it's it seems really interesting. Um, I don't really know much about about it other than I watched the trailer and it it just seemed. Had a whole lot going for it. The animation looked incredible. It's got a really colourful art style, and I'm I'm looking forward to playing it when it's out. The other game I bought, which I can play right now as well, is a game called Garden Story, which reminds me of like Link to the Past, where I think you're like building a garden, but it has like the gameplay of a Link to the Past, where you have like a sword and you go around it over um, over overworld and stuff like that so a little bit like stardew valley where you have like dungeons in that perhaps i've not played stardew valley i don't know neither have i but i know that's some comparisons people have made like this older one. Oh, okay i didn't i did not know that mm. but uh, some of the other ones that inter- that i thought were quite interesting was you had a game called toem which is like a black and white game where you like take pictures and stuff like the art style looks incredible i might i think i'm probably gonna might i think i might buy it and see what it's like it seems really interesting so Uh, i'll be taking pictures in a sort of pokemon snap way or a fatal frame type way or is it something else entirely i don't know um not in a pokemon snap way it's it uh I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, I've not played Fatal Frame either. Uh, 
I've ever liked, but I've always oh. wanted to. <laughs> I, I, the way you said it, it sounded like you played it, so I was like, oh. Well, I, I know how it works. Like, um, you defeat ghosts by like taking pictures in first person. Oh no, uh, this but is, it, this doesn't look like you're battling anything. I mean, it's more yeah. just like casually taking pictures and enjoying the world. I think. Well, you'll have to let us know how that goes. That sounds yeah. There's a it's new... something that it's something that isn't another Zelda game. But one, another one that really interested me is Metal Slug Tactics. Hello, what? Th th those three words. I, I was like saying that, that sounds that. like a ripoff of Metal Gear Solid <laughs> <laughs> and, no. and, and a baseball game. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm off to play Metal Slug. See you. See you, Brandon, you never played Metal Slug. No, I haven't. I've oh got my... the anthology on PS2. It's yeah. so good. Oh, Metal Slug's Random. really interesting. It's cool. Play it. It oh. made SNK and Neo Geo's. I, I used to play it in like arcades all the time. What? What it's even is so it? So fucking good. Yeah. It's it... it's, it's a side-scrolling um shooter like a uh, like Contra. But it's got a fantastic art style, and it's got a sense of humor, and it's awesome, and it's amazing. And for God's sake, play Metal Slug. All right. <laughs> it, it's really cool. So it's basically look the Metal Slug Tactics is basically it looks like kind of like Advance Wars, but just Metal Slug. Get I'm I'm already throwing my hypothetical money at it. Uh, it's released next year though, so it's still a while. Oh, I shall re retain my hypothetical. What else seemed interesting? Oh, there was a, a game called Loop Hero that where you had to make a map, like a dungeon, for, and your hero would loop around it and fight enemies. It seemed interesting. I'm not, I'm not sure if I'm going to get it or not, but it, it's, it had an interesting art style and I don't know I'll, I'll see what happens with that it doesn't sound as good as Metal Slug no and then again I, nothing is sounding as good as that right? I think I think I, I went from like the ones I was like oh oh and I went Metal Slug and you're like oh my, you've uh piqued my interest now mm, yes yes I've perked up massively I was perked up already yeah. <laughs> Are you, I don't know if you played Shovel Knight yes there's a they've announced a new Shovel Knight game where it's a little bit like Shubbly. it's a little bit like uh, Tetris, but with Shovel Knight. But then, even when you're doing the Tetris, you're like beating bosses and stuff like that. I don't oh, know. How right. that... I wasn't expecting you to say Tetris after Shovel Knight. I don't. I don't know how it's gonna work, or, but it. I, I've never. I think it might be really interesting. I don't know. Uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting you to say, oh, they're doing a new Shovel Knight game. I was like, yep. Yeah. Uh, there goes that high professional minion, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think the only other one that caught my attention is um, Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, which literally looked like Jet Set Radio. Well, it's a hell of a name. Yeah, it just had oh, your characters like uh, skating around the city, tagging and stuff like that. And I was like, isn't this a bit like Jet Set Radio, if I remember correctly? See, I hear a, a name like Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, and 
the first image that pops into my head is the just Bomberman, but everyone's got like a seventies afro. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very much down for that. It it seemed interesting. It's like a whole load that were announced, but they were the ones that piqued my interest the most. I could name numerous ones, but there's they were the ones that like I was like, oh, I might have to. I might have to buy these. I don't know. Seems like there's a lot of interesting games still coming out this year. Alright. And I just keep playing the same old ones. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I tend no. to keep playing the same ones as well. Yeah, I, I do find there's like less and less games I'm interested in as time goes on. <laughs> I think it's or, the same or yeah, well, I think it's just because uh, the only game they seem to be making nowadays is Battle Royales, and that's it. Yeah, it's <laughs> always... <laughs> like, even the ones on, on the PS Plus one t- uh, this year, well, this month, not this year. Yeah, it's the Battle Royale. It's it? the Battle Royale. Yeah, I didn't even give it a time of day. <laughs> mm. As soon as you hear those words put together, it's like, oh, no, pass. Next... Uh, no, I was, unless you unless you put the words metal stunt battle royale, I might raise an eyebrow. <laughs> Even like when they try the Pac-Man battle royale on the Switch. Oh yeah, right. And had the Mario one. I was I I don't know how I feel about them. Was that that was Mario Thirty Five, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, Mario Thirty Five. You had the Tetris Ninety Nine, and then you had the Pac-Man one. Except you can't play Mario Thirty Five now because Nintendo's got a Nintendo. Yep. Why? Why did they do that? Why don't we release a game that's massively popular and then just say, nah, you know what? We've decided we don't want to make any money. Money. Uh, so Demand. Yeah, yeah but it's it's just dumb demand. Well, uh, pe- people still went out and bought uh, 3D All-Stars. Like, yeah. Like, I know, I'm no, one of them. Like, I no bought tomorrow. it. And I was quite happy I got it. I've got it as well. Yeah, so was I. I've hardly played it, to be fair. I played it once, and I said that was good enough for me. I just, I mainly got it for the nostalgia because it's just having to source a reliable Nintendo sixty four that is alive, but like you can just get it on the Switch, and you know it's gonna stand. Mm-hmm. The, it's gonna stand like the tales of time a bit better. The thing is, I literally replayed Super Mario sixty four last year before it got announced. Well, I hadn't and couldn't be asked to find an emulator. Plus, I wanted to play uh, Mario 64 on the toilet. That's just the height of living. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You might get flushed down when you're on the game, just like on the toilet. Yeah, Chris, you'll flush the toilet and you'll end up in a world looking for stars. (laughs) You're like, Uh... oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, last time I did that, it didn't go well. I I think I found Chocolate Land, but... (laughs) I don't know. When I went, there's a lot of bob bombs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the smell will never come off. Well, they're saying that about not not about saying obviously about your chocolate ass, but I was on about the um, Super Mario Galaxy. Like playing Super Mario Galaxy One on the Super Mario Three D All Stars. I, I don't know. I just didn't feel as connected with Super Mario Galaxy as I did the other two. No. Or was that just me? No, I didn't either. I know most people say like like now like that's the the best new, uh, Mario one. What galaxy? Uh, yeah, a lot of people take that stance. Like, uh, 
you're fine if you go around on the net. Oh, it did my head in. It, it it was a pain to control on the switch. It was a pain to control, like all the perspectives on it. Like when it was going upside down, I was just like, "Oh my god, I'm so lost." Mm. I mean, I did finish it. I cut. I got used to controls after a while, but um, again, it's kind of like Skyward Sword because it's like meant to be used with motion controls, and you know, you're trying to do it on an analog stick. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. I think is the best term I could use. You you do. You do get used to it after like a few hours, but that's not something you need to be have to put up with. Like you should just be able to like, pick it up and play it, not mm. fight with the controls for half an hour and adjust to the crap factor. Mm. I've like, I've played a bit of Super Mario Galaxy on the 3D on the Switch, but I'm not. I I don't know. I've, I'm not sure whether I should play it motion or just play it handheld. I'd recommend I'd like playing emotions. Yeah. That's yeah, what... and I uh, I think it would work better for motion. I that's why I've not really continued. I did start uh Sunshine, but then I don't know. I kind of wasn't really feeling it and I just kinda of stopped. Yeah, know. Sunshine's not as good as sixty four. I, I really... like Odyssey fine, but it's a bit too big. I really enjoyed Sunshine back in the day. I don't know. I don't know how why I just wasn't really feeling it. No, it's of the collection. It's the only one of the three I've not finished. I I did pick it up and play it and do like the first world, and they just didn't bother picking it up again. No, I got all the shine sprites on Sunshine. I got all the stars in sixty four, but I just couldn't bring myself to get all the stars in Galaxy. I tried. I was just like, I just can't be asked. Yeah. There's just too much. I think trying to do that in like portable mode like I did would be nigh on impossible <laughs> just for the control scheme. Like pinpoint position is not exactly its forte. Hmm. I heard a interesting challenge with like 3D All Stars where you do you get try and get because there's 120 stars in each game, right? So you could get three stars in each game. So you do three do three stars in 64, then Sunshine, then Galaxy, then go back to 64 and get the next three. Right. And it's just an interesting challenge of trying to get all 120 in each game, but doing it, but breaking it up by doing three stars in each in in each game, and then switching to a different one. Sounded the problem. In, the problem with that is. Weird. The problem with that is, is you'll, you'll be playing 64 and then you're going to play Sunshine. And the entire time I'm thinking, fuck me, I wish I was playing Mario 64 instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and like uh, Sunshine takes seems to take about 20 years to get started. Because it's all the cutscene nonsense. It's like, yeah. Oh, at least go. You say there's, that. there's a little bit of an unskippable bit in like Mario 64, but it's literally just like the tutorial. Mm. Did you ever play the DS version of 64? Yeah. What do you think? I, I, I emulated it, but again, it had like touchscreen controls, so it just wasn't going to work. Yeah, I didn't really know how I felt about it. Because it's not really. It just a felt remake. like another game. It's not really a remake. No. Because you no. have Yoshi, Wario, and Luigi. And they have all their separate things. 
Yeah, uh, they're, they're trying to do to Mario 64 what they did with like Donkey Kong 64, like this similar kind of thing. Everyone's got their own collectibles, which basically means you just have to play the game like four times as long. <laughs> yeah, I remember really enjoying the DS version, but I don't. I don't know it. It it's not a re, it's not per se a remake as like let's say like the Spyro Reunited Trilogy. Whereas that is a, a remake from the ground up. Whereas the mm. DS, 64 DS, just... It's more of a remaster. A reimagining, I guess. Yeah. Oh, it's... Yeah, or like a director's cut, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I still enjoyed the DS version, to be fair. But the N64 version is... It, it will always be superior. Yeah. Definitely. So, uh, so yeah, uh, Mario 64 is fun. But <laughs> I want to talk about a series that is quite the polar opposite to Mario 64. And that's just because I've been replaying them. But have you guys ever played the Fallout series? Yes. I've played 3 and New Vegas. But saying that, I didn't get very far in it. In terms of how far I got in them, it's probably the equivalent of playing Skyrim and getting up to Whiterun. I think that's as far as I got <laughs> oh, in the Fallout game. <laughs> that's the thing with um, open worlds that are as, like, don't hold you by the hand. Like, uh, you can literally play them for, like, 100 hours just wandering around and realise you haven't actually done any progress. You haven't done yeah, that's my problem with like... Fallout, is I literally had no idea where I was going, what I was doing. Mm. I have well, played... Free and New Vegas, and I've completed both of them. And on New Vegas, I've got I've done all four endings. Yeah, well, I've got hell, all the end- endings. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I've got I've got all the endings in uh, both of them. Um, but I have replayed New Vegas because I I was watching a YouTube channel called uh, Litten Squad, and he was doing like, oh, can you beat New Vegas doing this using only this weapon? Uh, in- interesting videos. Uh, and it, that just put me in the mood for it. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to play New Vegas again, and I'm just going to do it where I go around and kill everyone I bump into and see what happens. And it was fun at first, but it don't off get padded out in <laughs> like the second half when you get to like the, ma- like the major cities. And it's like, oh, this person came up to me and said hello. Well, I'm sorry. You have to die. You interrupted me. <laughs> and yeah, uh, I bloody love New Vegas. It's the best one out of a lot for my money. Oh, it's uh, my favourite as well. Yeah, it's I've I've played uh, Fallout Three like again like immediately after New Vegas, but it's not as good as New Vegas. Like New Vegas, like trim some stuff out, like cut a few skills out that you don't need. For example, um, in Three, you've got like small guns and big guns as like yeah. one category. Where New Vegas is just guns. They have a, um, an extra one though, don't they? Yes, uh, I which what I it is. <laughs> but it, like, uh, there, there is another skill that switched out for one of the guns in New Vegas. I think New Vegas just has more guns. Anyway, I, I don't know. What I uh, what I do I, like about New Vegas is because I've actually been to like Utah and that. It uh, and I I really wanted to go to Hoover Dam, 
um, when I went to Utah, it was one of the things I really wanted to do, but sadly I I, I couldn't get to go. But I've been to Las Vegas, and it it's it I kind of have a really uh, quite connection to like New Vegas and that holiday. Not that I played New Vegas while I was on on that holiday, but I think it the two quite remind me of both like um on the dlc the i think is it the first one where you go to zion hmm. i've actually been to zion and it was really cool when i was walking when i was hiking in Z- in zion where it'd be like oh this looks like this bit this i can the game uh definitely has imagined zion really well and it was really really cool going around zion thinking that Oh, that's awesome. It's always nice when a, a game or just any other series just reminds you of something else. That's also awesome. <laughs> Obviously, it is a post-apocalyptic version of it in the game, but still. Yeah, well, nothing makes people happier than the post-apocalyptic wasteland. Is it? Mm. I, I may be alone in that. <laughs> but it makes for a good say. <laughs> I did really like the DLCs from New Vegas. Maybe not the Sierra Moreda one. Is it so the the casino one? I hate I hate that one. But the, I really like all the other ones. Oddly enough, I've done all the DLCs for uh, Fallout Three and Fallout Four, but I haven't done them for New Vegas. I think what it is is uh, Fallout Three came with like a Game of the Year edition, so we just ended up buying that as well. Uh, but New Vegas didn't do anything like that. It's all separate downloads. I, um, that, you're wrong actually on that. Am I wrong? Yeah, because I'm, th- I'm thinking on Lurker 360. I don't remember seeing one. Yeah, because uh, when I got, I got a uh, New Vegas on my 18th birthday. When when I on my 18th birthday, I was like, "Ha, I'm 18. I'm gonna buy an 18 plus game." And showed them my ID, and they can't stop me. So I, I did that, and I bought Fallout New Vegas, and then I played it for an hour, and then I didn't play it for months. Um, <laughs> and then eventually, I was like, I need to actually play this game, so I did, and I got really hooked. And but the version I bought had all the DLCs in. Oh, I am wrong. Uh, there is an ultimate edition. Yeah. Ah, that's what we want to know. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I I bought it at launch. Yeah. I just don't recall. I don't recall ever seeing one, but I've just looked myself and been through wrong. Uh, the only problem with the version I had is one of the DLCs was broken on my disc. So ah. uh, it, it locked me. If I went to a certain area, it would freeze. And to fix it, what I had to do was delete that DLC and buy it off the store. Ah, that's how they get you. Mm -hmm. So I had to buy that specific DLC again, basically. That's a five-head play from Bethesda. Yeah. Yeah. But then I managed to... But now the game is fine, although I've not played it on my Xbox in years. But, yeah. I really enjoy New Vegas. Well, there's a certain tactic which I think everyone who's played like those Fallout games and Skyrim 
there's a certain thing I'm sure everyone does where you see the objective on your map, there's a vertical mountain between uh, you and that objective, but bollocks are you going around, you're going to hit that jump button. I'll say that, that's, how I, that's how I first reached the Greybeards in Skyrim. I was like, yeah, that's, that's how a I very big well. mountain. I can't like, find the bloody, can't find the path, sod it. I'm just I, yeah, I literally, I couldn't this. find the path, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to just get, launch myself up it as best I can. Yeah, but that's what I think people lovingly refer to as like Bethesda traversal. <laughs> <laughs> you see that mountain, you're going to climb it. And by climb, we mean jump. <laughs> Hope for the best. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so many people do that. But I'll just also say, um, talking about, I, I did New Vegas and I did three. And now I'm currently replaying two. Somehow I'm going backwards in time. I do have, um, uh, is it, yeah, one, two, and tactics on Steam, but I've not played them. You're not. Well, tactics exist. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's what was between uh, one and two. Yeah. And they they hadn't quite worked out where to go with it. Turns out they just went in the same direction. They did more of the same, but with more stuff. But uh, ultimately, Fallout 2 is superior to Fallout 1. They've just fixed a lot of things. It's a more streamlined experience, mm. but at the same time, bigger. Um, my my one issue with Fallout 2, if you're familiar with how the game works, is to do things like, say, unlock doors or uh, pickpocket people. It works on, like, a percentage of success. And... You can like critically fail, so you can forever lock a door if you look up like lock picking per se. And what it what it basically boils down to is you save in the game, try to lock pick a door, fail, try to lock pick a door, fail, repeat for what seems to be about half an hour until it finally says, Okay, yeah, you can go through now. Oh god. And it's like the same for everything. So sometimes it's a bit daunting when you come into a new town. You just see all these people that you can pickpocket, and you think, "Ah, oh, fuck me! I'm going to be here for like the next hour at least <laughs> doing the same thing." Pickpocket, save, hey, got it. You know, move on to the next person, save the game, <laughs> try and pick. I'll say that's the same thing for like getting level 100 pickpocket in Skyrim. You're just like, I've really got to save the game because otherwise the guards are going to be after me. Yeah, it is pretty much that. But as I say, it works on a percentage. I'm sure it's bought. <laughs> it says like. <laughs> Lockpicking success, 60%. So why is it taking me like 70 attempts to unlock the fucking thing? Statistically, <laughs> that's mathematically impossible, surely. <laughs> How have I got that 70% miss? Like, every time. It's like 60% of the time it works no time. <laughs> oh. uh, other than that, it, I really like it. It's a massive change from like playing Fallout 3 and going backwards. Yeah. But what it is, I really like it. It's all... It's... I, one and two are all top down. Yeah, I'd say it's it's obviously far less linear. Uh, obviously, it does have the storyline, same as the others. So storyline wise, yeah. But you are pretty much railroaded to what you can do because it's quite hard to find the half decent equipment fairly early on. The game is very punishing because it's turn based. You know, so you can't like sort of hide and spam a move behind the rock or anything like that. It's like no, if the enemy spots you, they will just run up to you and murder you and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. I was going to say, Chris, did you play Fallout in the way where you have to have eat and drink to survive? 
and the hardcore mode. I yeah. have done that on New Vegas, yes. Uh, that's something I wish to put in Fallout 3, by the way. Yeah. That's something I, I wish they really put in Skyrim. Play. Yeah. Yeah. To be I... honest, uh, I didn't really notice any difference. Because I've already played it before, and like you just have to like eat, sleep, and drink. Well, if you know where the beds are, you're never short of food or uh, drink. Yeah. Really. It, so long as you like keep sticking your nose in and everywhere you pass by, you should never really have an issue with it. I, I played Hardcore once to get the trophy or achievement, whatever. But then I was like, you know what? I actually think it... I actually prefer playing it with it. It gave, it gave the game more weight to your actions and how you play. I just felt well, like it... the normal one was just like, oh, here you go, whatever. I felt the hardcore it... one was really fun because you'd be like, oh, I've got, I, I've got to eat in a, what, however, at, at some point. I've got to drink at some point. Otherwise, this is going to happen, and eventually I'll die of thirst or hunger. Oh, now I need to sleep. It gave a bit more of a structure to your, you know, your your life in the game instead of just I'm just going to walk over here. I killed them. Oh, I'll do this quest. Okay. Yeah, but it fits the aesthetic of it because yeah, you essentially you are trying to survive in the wasteland, so mm. you it it feels like you have to make more decisions like. Do I really want to eat an iguana on a stick? <laughs> Not really, but I'll die if I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Do I want to drink dirty water? Well... Well, no. Well, now I'm irradiated. I'm not going to die at first, but I'm going to die of radiation poisoning. Fantastic. Swings and roundabouts there. Hmm. I, <laughs> yeah, I do think it, that should be like the intended way of playing. Yeah. They, they should have that on by default and give you the option to turn it off rather than the other way around. Is it on Fallout 4? Uh, you know, I don't remember. I I'm don't not... think so. I think it's only uh, New Vegas. New Vegas, you see. Oh. Just another reason why it's this one. Yeah, well, as I say, Obsidian made that. <laughs> that oh, okay. That's why New Vegas is the best one. <laughs> no, oh. that's, that's why 1, 2, and 3 of it. Uh, sorry, 1, 2, and New Vegas are better. Because the original people made it. <laughs> Oh, right. Well, there you go. Yeah. And then Bethesda you... ruined Fallout. <laughs> I've not yeah. played Fallout 4, so I don't know if Fallout 4 is good or not. Fallout 4 is fine. I was really excited to get it and I've finished it. And I have finished it several times, to be fair. So you can't get the several weapons. It's fine, but it's not as good. There's They crowbar a lot of like uh, building mechanics in, and crafting and that, and I'm not a fan of it. I know people are, but I couldn't do with it. Mm. I've, like, uh, if you like that kind of thing, then all the more power to you. But there was one mission where you like have to build like this sort of transporter, and if you didn't know that was coming and you were like ignoring all your crap, and you get to that point in the story, it says, "Okay, now you need to build all these generators and transports." So therefore, I hope you've been saving up all this junk that you've been carrying for ages because now you need it. <laughs> If you hadn't been doing that, you got to that point, you're going to be like, oh, fucking great. So what's my objective now? Just wander around for hours and hours and hours picking up all this crap now, just so I can craft this stuff now. It really brings it to a screeching halt <laughs> if you hadn't prepared for it. Yeah. Yeah. So not so bad on current reruns because you can 
you can like find stuff lying around, and you you just think in your back of my mind, oh, I'll need that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I, I I don't know. It, it's fine, but it's not New Vegas. And the less said about seventy six. That's all I'm going to say about 76, because I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> it's a shit show. That's all it we need really to say. Nope, nope, and nope again. <laughs> We're putting NPCs in the game. Yay! I, oh, I what? Would, I would rather, <laughs> rather than play that, I would rather sit in the capital wastelands with my iguana on a stick and starve to death. <laughs> that kind of says um, it all. And, and die of first. And irradiation poisoning. Okay, and a black sleep. All like, four. It kind of says it all when they had to do an announcement that they were adding NPCs into Fallout 76. Like You're putting NPCs, you know, playable, non-playable characters, in a fucking RPG? Like What? What madness is this? What kind of announcement is that? Like, imagine you play Pokemon, and then they, and Nintendo just oh, goes... Oh, we're going to put Pokemon in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to put... Wait, no, they actually did that, didn't they? <laughs> Funny enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they actually did that. <laughs> oh, we're going to add some more Pokemon into Pokemon. Because we didn't put every Pokemon in Sword and Shield. Oh, wait. Oh, we forgot. Oh, wait, we found some behind the couch and you can have a... Look. My favourite thing about 76, apart from everything... like We all know that if you look up a complete history of it, there's so many videos on the internet about it. All the, like, the complete history of all the fuck-ups <laughs> back to back. But my absolute favourite one is one uh, where these people like pre-ordered like, a special copy and it was meant to come with a canvas bag. And when they got it, they either didn't get the bag or it wasn't the same model. It was like some cheap nylon shit. Oh, and I went, what the fuck's this? And the best part still to come. So, uh, Bethesda, instead of like sending them out, even, oh, after sending out a tweet saying, I'm sorry, we didn't make enough, but then kept sending them out to quote unquote influencers, but not the people who actually paid for the fucking thing. But that's a different story. Uh, <laughs> after that, what Bethesda did is uh, they gave people, in return for not having a canvas bag, uh, some in game currency. And this is the best part the in game currency they gave you was not enough for you to buy, for your character, a canvas bag in-game. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking brilliant and shit at the same time. <laughs> Can't make How did they screw up. that up so much? Oh, no. It's, oh, it's, oh, oh. oh, and then there's like the special edition power armor helmet you can buy for like several hundred pounds. And uh, then they had to record them all because the inside of it was fucking toxic. <laughs> what? So you could get radiation poisoning. So I suppose it is accurate to the games. <laughs> Wait, what? Explain that again. Oh, there's a certain material they're using, like these power helmet like models. And it turns out like the interior padding was toxic. You shouldn't breathe it in. Oh, for goodness basically sake. Put, basically put asbestos in it. <laughs> but again, it fits with the uh, atmosphere. It's like, oh, you can put a helmet on, but you'll get radiation poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, such a shit show. So much wrong with that. Still, you'll, we'll never get another game that launches that badly, sure. 
I, I can't think of anything else that's going to come close. I was going to say, is this, is this insert John Cena? Are you sure about that? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> well, I remember like counting down the days, like waking up every day, is like saying, oh, today's another day. Bethesda fucked up today. <laughs> what have they done now? <laughs> it was like the gift that just keeps taking. Every day they fucked up in some new way. Uh, so it wasn't a launch, it was just like an ongoing saga. <laughs> uh, here's, here's a question to you then, Chris, and Dan, I think you're building as well. So obviously you both really like Fallout, but there's uh, another open world shooter-based game which I've never played before, and that's Borderlands. Ooh, what do I you like guys think Borderlands. of that? Like, Obviously I've never played Borderlands, so I've not really got an opinion of it. Both. Well, the last it... time I... The last time I played Borderlands 2 was back at Christmas doing a 24-hour charity stream of it. I fucking love Borderlands. <laughs> both Chris so and I have played... I think both of us have played all, all four of them, haven't we? Well, five if you want to count yeah. Tales from the Borderlands. Mm. Oh, I yeah, I've played every game. I, I love Borderlands. Although, I've dropped off a bit because of... Borderlands 3, but I Borderlands 2 is the best one by a mile. It's not even close. Borderlands 2 Two is... words. Hanson Jack. That's it. Sold. But Borderlands 2 is phenomenal. It's... It really is. Yeah. Like, I've the, the, played... The... Mm. Go on. I've played it with the Commando... And the Siren, uh, Maya, who is my favourite character, uh, um, and I, I, love, I love it. I've got a, I've got a T-shirt with her on actually, but it's the Borderlands Three version. I bought that, and then after that was announced, I got to the bit in Borderlands Three that I'm sure you know what, what I'm talking about, Chris, without spoilers. Mm. But I got to that bit after I bought it, and I was like, oh, this is this. Cool, ain't it? Not. Yeah. But uh, Borderlands, yeah. Borderlands is amazing. Uh, Borderlands Two is the best one by a mile. Yeah, it is. Like, um, Borderlands Three gameplay wise, it's great. I, I do really like the gameplay of it, but the story didn't half fumble. Yeah. It's but... like, oh, I, I didn't mind the villains too much. They mm. kind of got across what they were saying. There was a mm. bit of a twist. But yeah, Tant Hanson Jacks is like near, near damn impossible act to follow. Yeah, it's like, fuck me. That's why they keep putting him in. Like to the point, like certain people are complaining because it's like, yeah, we get it, Hanson Jacks great, but you have to put him in everything. To my answer is yes, put him in more things. <laughs> He's just basically Bruce Campbell, and that's always a good thing. Yeah, Borderlands One's good. Um, it, I guess, it hasn't aged as well as it could have but it's still fun Borderlands 2 is fantastic uh, pre-sequels f- fun it it still plays very much like Borderlands 2 so gameplay wise it's, it's more it's the fun. same isn't it? yeah it is basically more of the same and Tales from the Borderlands is just a telltale game uh, I've, I really enjoyed it I think it's a fantastic story yeah, for um, what it is, it's like the, one of the better Telltale games. Yeah, definitely. I'd say, I'd say probably just after Walking Dead. 
I'd say Walking Dead, then Tales from the Borderlands, and then uh, Wolf Among Us. Yeah, I would say they're the best three for Telltale. But back to Borderlands, and then you have a Borderlands three. Is uh, personally, I didn't think the gameplay was as good, but maybe that's just my own experience. I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't. I thought the gameplay of Borderlands two was better, but maybe that's mm. just me. But I do agree with the story. The story fumbled. Mm. Definitely. Like, um, I put it this way. I don't actually own Borderlands 3. <laughs> I was uh, gifted it and by a, a certain, by a mate of mine. I want to finish it. It's like, well, you've got the same console and you did buy the damn thing. I've played it. I've finished it. So it's only fair you have it there. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, but yeah, Borderlands 2. Mm, chef's kiss. Yep. Borderlands, uh, I really like, but when you play Borderlands after playing Borderlands 2, it feels like so much missing. Yep. Like, everything feels way more drab. Yeah. Like, the art style is good, but it feels like it's got more greys and browns. Yeah. As Echo One just pops more. Um, not to say it's a bad game at all. Uh, it's, it's a really good game. Fantastic game. But compared to its uh, successor, yeah, it's it's like a seven out of ten compared to a ten out of ten. <laughs> My only problem with Borderlands Two is money doesn't matter. It didn't really matter in the other games either, though. <laughs> no, but it, the thing is, with in the other games, there was more of a like to upgrade your ammo and stuff like that. You use money. Borderlands Two and the pre sequel, you don't do them. Don't do it like that. Use like iridium. That's iridium, isn't it? So money was became redundant. So you just have like millions upon millions. No, I'm saying that's a bad thing. If you wanted to buy anything, you had the money, but it just meant it was you basically didn't need money because you refined all the really good weapons through all the raid bosses. But then to get like more ammo and stuff, you just use iridium. Yeah. Whereas in Borderlands 3, like the Iridium equivalent, that's more tied behind actual in-game tables. Yeah. Because 2K and Gearbox, got to get that money somehow. Here comes loot boxes. And what better game to put the loot boxes in it? The game that literally has loot boxes in-game. But not in a bad way. Like, actual just chess. Like, they've ruined the term loot boxes. Like, <laughs> like uh, Borderlands was like the original looter shooter. So anytime you hear loot box now, you're like, uh, no. Nah. <laughs> it did have good connotations and now it's got bad ones. <laughs> so if we oh, would we recommend one for you, Brandon, it is Borderlands 2. Mm. I know, I, th- I think helped. I picked up the Handsome Collection because I think that was the PS Plus game last it year. It was, it was. Because if you got that through PS Plus, you got the Fight for Sanctuary for free. Yeah, that was a nice DLC. Yeah, I enjoyed and that. The, it was a weird one as well. Uh, it's like a DLC that came out years after the rest, but just before the launch of the third yeah. one. It's just like, wow, you're giving us a free DLC like six years later. It's weird because you play if you wanted to like play the story of like Borderlands, you would play Borderlands One. That you technically you could play say pre sequel, but also you could also say not because it's set after Borderlands 2. So you play 
Borderlands 1, Borderlands 2, everything except Fight for Sanctuary, then you play pre-sequel, Tales from the Borderlands, then you play Fight for Sanctuary, and then Borderlands 3. Yeah, that's another thing with Borderlands 3. Like, uh, random people like come up and it's like quest givers, and unless you've played like the spin-off games or the DLC, you won't know who they are. <laughs> Like uh, Vaughn, for example, he's like a major part of Borderlands 3. And if you hadn't played the Telltales game, which has got a completely different studio, make a completely different type of game, you're not going to know who the hell he is. Yeah. It's a bit odd. <laughs> but you should definitely play Borderlands 2, Brandon. It's good. Yeah, definitely. I'd say, play... I'd say play one first because the storyline does continue. But yeah. I suppose you can go in blind. I went the story has got way... Story's got way more weight behind it. If you play one into way more. Who's I'll say you? this is gonna be a really stupid question, but I've got the handsome collection. Yeah. Which mm. Borderlands game is that, or is that like a compilation of them? That's Borderlands uh, that's a collection. and Borderlands the pre sequel. Mm. Okay. You can do what I, I did. I went in blind into Borderlands two and I don't think it mattered. No, maybe not. Who's your go-to character, Chris? My go-to character? In which one? Let's talk about well, Borderlands 2. Let's, let's put Borderlands 2 because it's our favourite. Uh, I don't know about go-to because I've finished the game with every character. Well, who's, uh, your fa- who's the one that you... Uh, if... I'll, I'll probably go with the, the one I chose to begin with, but I just thought it would look the coolest. So I'll go with Zero. <laughs> it's the first one I played it as. Okay. I, I do like... I think... I think I've I've grown to like Zero over the years. I think when Borderlands Two came out, all the cool, everyone was like, "Yeah, Zero's the cool guy." Yeah, yeah, Zero, and I was a bit like, "Uh," I I, I didn't like how how popular he was. I think it was that side of me was like, "I don't want to be the popular character that everyone just plays because they think he looks cool." Not well, he does look cool, but I I wanted I don't, to. I don't seem to remember that. <laughs> I, I I remember more. Um... Because oddly enough, Borderlands is one series my dad actually likes playing. My dad doesn't play many games, but he does oh. like Borderlands, which is weird. So uh, when it came out, well, we were like already deciding, like, oh, who's being who? So uh, dad chose to be the Gunzerker. Because I was like, He's oh, good. well, if, yeah. Be fair, um, even, when, even when Borderlands 3 came out, it's like, I, I had to bring him up and say, look, I'm going to start a new game, but I need to know which character do you want to play as? Because I need to play as a different one to that. <laughs> We're not playing as the same character. We've got to Fair, I like all the characters in Borderlands too. My well, my favourite is Maya the Siren. I love her. I love her design. I love her abilities. I think they're really, really great. Mm. Oddly enough, uh, the Gunzerk is like the only one that doesn't make an appearance again. I, I think there's some flavour text about him, like a recording somewhere. But everyone else like makes an appearance like after that. He's just sort of disappeared. <laughs> Don't know why. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I've not done the DLCs on free. Because I haven't done the DLCs. Because but know... he's not in the main story. Everyone else is. Is Axton? It's been a while. Yeah, Axton's in it. Is he? Yeah, I'm sure he is. I don't think he plays a very big role, but I'm sure no. he's there. I know Gage is in one of the DLCs, and so is Krieg. Well, the the last DLC is all about Krieg. You're inside his mind. 
who were DLC characters in Borderlands 2. So yeah. it's only fitting. I, I think that's fair. Like, um, that's a good way of doing it. If, um, if you're incorporating DLC characters, which people may not have played into the main storyline, that can get a little bit confusing. But if you keep like the DLC characters to the other DLC in the next game, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and silence. <laughs> I, think... I was just about. I was about to say, Dan. I've just sent something into the anime group chat. <laughs> oh, okay, what have you sent? I find some of the strangest pictures sometimes. What? What is this? <laughs> wait, wait. What? <laughs> Actually, on the topic of weird stuff, I need to mention something that we did last week. So yeah. after the recording of of the last podcast episode, I went onto Steam, oh, no. and I w- I was just quite happily just browsing through just to see, just to see what was on there. And what came up on my recommendation is a game called Hentai Femdom oh, yeah. Simulator. Oh, I didn't realize you're actually mentioning this. <laughs> oh, oh my god. gosh. Are we, are we actually going to mention this? I'm only going to do this very briefly, just for well, the last oh topic. No, no, I, I think that me and Dan elaborated on board on answer. It's only fair you should elaborate on the hentai oh, bend on I haven't. I don't know why this came up on my recommendation. <laughs> oh my god! I sent, I sent the clip. Well, I sent the stream link, the Steam link, sorry, into the our Discord chat, and it was a very, very cursed video. Is all I can say. So. <laughs> It was just so cursed. Like, if you, I don't know how to explain it, Chris. You saw it as well. Like, what do you remember from the video? Uh, I try not to remember. Is uh, my takeaway from it. Uh, I will agree with you. It is cursed, and it is a thing that exists for some reason. I say the last thing I remember is a guy on all fours with a girl on his back, and he was just like zooming across. <laughs> oh my god! I get, I get the feeling we're gonna have to be uh, quick on the like the the. Even sensible. <laughs> yeah, but I was just gonna say, if anyone wants a laugh, go check, go check it out on, on Steam. It is yeah, so absolutely. close. Yes, if you want to uh, a sleepless night tonight, it's all yours. <laughs> I was about to say, like, well, if we we were talking about our mains in Borderlands, who's your main in the hentai fandoms? Oh <laughs> God, <laughs> Cthulhu. I'm joking. Oh, Cthulhu. Oh, 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 Cthulhu's in it. Oh, I might buy it. <laughs> I don't even know what's in there. I I know it's, based on what I can see from the. I'm looking at the thumbnail again. For God's sake, what have I done? And it literally looks like you unlock. <laughs> I'm going to name this characters. episode. Brandon mentions the curse game. <laughs> oh, just, everyone's going to get like up to this point and be like, "Oh no, now that's the curse game." Right? I see. It's just the fact that the, the description for the game is in order to survive. You have to try not to get seduced, manage your resources, and win in erotic battles, and you have to pay rent. Like, what sort of a description? Oh my is gosh. It's literally it's a simulation game, a survival open world simulator, where the aim is to not get seduced. That it, it's it's weird. And on this week's episode, <laughs> Chris, Chris, and Dan talk about Borderlands. Why Brandon looks so poor? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and then talks about Jungle Cruise. 
<laughs> Nothing else matters now. <laughs> uh, I was just, I was just uh, saying. I just thought I had to mention it, just because it was just one. It's just one of the most random things which I stumbled across on my internet adventures. Is it because the grease is loose? <laughs> um, I, I think on that, uh, that that bombshell of a uh, nothing else matters joke, we should uh, probably wrap up today. <laughs> what do you reckon, guys? <laughs> Probably. Um, I'm gonna go surface. I'm gonna go surfing the internet for more cursed games. Oh dear. <laughs> I'm gonna play. Actually, I'm gonna play some more indie games this week. Hopefully, I don't yep. know. Uh, my my mouse curse has been hovering above the uh, Fallout 2 icon this entire. <laughs> I've been like, I've got, I've got to like sort loads of Warhammer tomorrow night. Cause I was like, oh, I'm recording this tonight, and then I'm like, I need to build this model, and I need to do. Magnetize all these weapons, and I don't know if I have enough time for Wednesday. All right. Yeah. So is that like a Warhammer Wednesdays? Yeah, I, on Wednesdays I always I always play Warhammer. I've well, never done that. Well, I've not played it for the last three weeks because I was I wanted a break, and then I wanted another break, and then I made a stupid decision last week, and I can never take that back. Oh well. Fair <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for listening like always. Um, we uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we've actually been having even more listens recently, which is bizarre. I, cause I, I normally check it, Anchor, every week, and for about every week, every day, and for like over a week straight, we were just getting like loads of l- listens. It was really weird. So thank you. Fantastic. Excellent. Thanks, everyone. You all win at life, unless you're looking at Curse Vendom Simulator. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to give me a bad reputation. It can't be any worse than mine. You have Monster Girls manga. Wait, wait, I've got got 12 of those. I need to finish them off. (laughs) And you have Rent a Girlfriend. And you have. Uh, I've got seven of those. And you have Miss Nagatoro. I've got seven of those as well. Yeah. I'm just making sure you said finish it off and not finish yourself off. <laughs> Isn't it both, <laughs> Brandon? <laughs> that's, that's the question for, for our listeners. Isn't it both, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just stifle my laughter. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We really appreciate it. Oh, my God. We love you all. Thank you for listening to Victor Chief. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye. Oh, fucking hell. What a cut. Kind of-